Welcome to This Dev Life, the podcast for developers, where we talk about the daily life of developers, challenges we face, and how we overcome these challenges every single day. Join me and let's have fun together. Are you looking to start a podcast like this? Anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free. You can create podcasts from your phone, computers, or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks. Make money easily with no minimum listenership requirement. It is the podcast platform for all. Download the free app today from your app stores or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello people, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another exciting episode of This Dev Life. Today with me on the show, I have two of my friends, uh, Alayande Abduwaid and Olali Kantalfik, sharing with us their experiences building Trap Labs, uh, a firm who, well, I think I should not do that intro. I'll leave them to go ahead and actually introduce themselves. Uh, Abduwaid and... Taufik, welcome to the show. Please go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm welcome. I'm Taufik from Trap Labs, and my partner is here, Abiola Alayode. So we both co-founded Trap Labs. So I personally am native of Ibadan, so I grew up in Ibadan and actually attended my elementary school there before going to Fulamis Technology Accra. So basically, I like to let people know my school because it's kind of very unique. So I finished West College of Science, a local Ibadan, one of the best schools in Ibadan there. Really? And yeah, yep. so and I was <laughs> so and from there I got motivated about science and technology and always be I'm inspired to get something done in the technology space. And getting to a federal university technology Akure, so I did physical electronics basically. And since my second year, I always been fascinated by electronics and not just transistor of a thing and what does it look like something like that so i'm wasn't building chips and all of that my controllers are doing raspberry pi so i got more interested in building electronic devices and all yeah so you are the hardware guy ad guy ad guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah hello good people my name is abdulahid alayande they call me abiola which i actually prefer myself I used to say that uh, my parents didn't ask for permission before giving me up the white, so I prefer Abiola. Yeah, I'm a native of Oshogbo in Ocean State, state of the Living Spring. I also graduated from Federal University of Technology at Kore, that's one of the best universities of technology in Nigeria. Uh, interestingly, when I started programming, started technology, I'm someone that actually loves to stay in one corner. I really love music a lot, so I was doing DJ stuff, and then I turned to an upcoming retired DJ. I was introduced to programming by my friend, my mentor, my boss, Tara Oladako. That was way back in 2013. Uh, how fascinating are you? What you can do with uh, the tools that the programming technology actually afford you to do. So right now, I also co-found Treplas, my partner here, Taufik, and then we've been doing something amazing so far. Uh, we're currently based in the UK, London precisely, uh, setting the course for technological advancement going forward. Yeah. 
I'm excited to be here. Great, great, great. And welcome to United Kingdom. I waited a long time to have you here. Now you're here finally. All right, all right, all right. Thanks for joining us on the show today. So, uh, getting into coding was fun and building stuff, but in essence, there were, there's no results. There's no really need for learning to code if you wouldn't be building products with it. And you went ahead to build Trap Labs, uh, and I, I've seen Trap Labs, but I want you to introduce Trap Labs to our listeners and how you got started building Trap Labs, the idea you got. Uh, before you started building Trap Labs, and you know, just tell us about Trap Labs, how it got started, and the fun you have with it. Please go ahead. Interesting. Well, right, all right, all right. Uh, basically, uh, Trap Labs has an interesting story. Uh, going forward, uh, if you notice the name Trap Labs, a lot of people ask us, what does that mean? Uh, there's actually a story behind the name itself because uh, trap means to test something, to evaluate something, to refine something before we give the final product out there. Uh, we started trap labs because we noticed that most of the stuff that we use, either hardware software that we use in Nigeria and Africa, they're not being built there. So they're being built in the uh, UK or in the US, and then most of those stuff don't really fit into our own evolving infrastructure. Mm. It become quite challenging because we need to solve our problem ourselves. We need to do something interesting. I could remember back this day when I used to meet Dara to collect his uh, Kinect V2, uh, one of the Microsoft babies, to see how we could work with real depth imaging to, to just work on some products itself. Then you realize that most of those stuff don't really fit into what we're trying to do, so we need to solve our own problem. And then we kick off with Trap Labs. So what we do exactly, I'll leave that to Tafik to, to, to give you an interesting intro to that. So, um, well, basically, um, what we do at Trap Labs is, it's not one food. So initially we started to, as I said, started to build products to solve African problems by Africans. Not because we just fascinated by building products by Africa, because when you're building a product, there are quite a lot of factors that you have to consider. Most especially even software, you have user requirements. All of these are based on user, you know, user research that you've done. So and if you look at it, when you're building a product in the US, you have to do user research, right? It's kind of very stressful you do user research in the US, in Nigeria, about all of those things. So I really don't blame them when you consider some environments into building their product. So these are the things that we feel like we have to do this in our support. Most of the time, this thing doesn't actually solve our problem the way we expected or the way we want it. So we started that. And so when we started to that was the initial idea of certain trap labs. But along the line, we started with training. So we were actually training people on embedded systems. So we do a lot of training and even do some consulting for enterprises and corporates so we build product for them so we do so it was right kind of very you know i, I remember landing that swedish company gigs then when we were still a student yeah. multinational company so quite interesting but yeah. continue exactly so we do services for corporates and we train people on embedded system but it got to a point we had to pick the path to follow for now and we were more of like, let's focus on building products because of many reasons, yeah. So we focused on building products. Quite interestingly for us, we had a product then which we won Microsoft Imagine Cup with and a couple of tractions on the product. We felt like, let's focus on this for now, which is Road Trip. And with Road Trip, we've gone here and there, a couple of international awards. We've gone global. We've gone global with Road Trip, one of our products. And 
which is also still a reflection of why we started Trap Labs. We want to build a product that solves problems the way it should for Africans. So, I mean, so that's why we focus more on products and have to drop like training and services for corporates and focus purely on products. And now we are more of a product driven company and we have a couple of other products in our portfolio. But you know, as it is in tech, you have to get successful with one before you know the other ones. So I like I like the point you make there where you said uh, as Nigerians as Africans, uh, you have to build your own product to solve your own unique problems, and that is one of the things I've noticed with all of the products I use almost every day while back in Nigeria. Like the things we use, the apps we use, the services we use are mostly not tailored to match our experiences. Think of apps used for voice conferencing and doesn't keep note that sometimes the internet might just be so crappy and mm-hmm. this thing probably has a in- minimum internet requirement so we got mm-hmm. to build apps to match those kind of things i'm not saying we are not trying these apps built by these companies are not trying but mostly they don't consider the total country they think of the best scenarios and then ignore the rest yeah. of the world and i like the fact feel- that you build products that actually serve the purpose of nigerians and nigerias and then of course going global is the goal and then you've made that yeah. happen uh thanks very much yeah. for that now you've won imagine cup you've gone global gotten grants i watched the news about you i read a lot of blog posts and i watch how you guys grow but it's not all a bed of roses i know for sure because i've been a programmer also i'm still a programmer of course and i know building a product is hard uh so can you share with us the challenges you faced uh building trap labs building real drip uh, starting a firm basically that tries to solve unique problems and are you able to overcome these challenges as a as an organization quite interesting uh one thing is when you're building a market creating innovation where you focus on the non-consumption market you're going to experience so many challenges basically and then quite interesting because uh, that's what keeps us awake uh we want to solve those uh problems generally when you look at entrepreneurship it's actually about what overcoming what obstacles as it comes your way mm. uh one of the things that we do is uh, when we're doing something exact entirely new uh in the market where we operate uh, we actually have to set the course set the directions and then try to follow it on what we're trying to do so we work in the hardware space we work in the software space there are a lot of problems so for the hardware generally uh one major problem is actually uh, getting some of the equipment that is needed for rapid prototyping, basically. Mm-hmm. So for us, we are we set up a mini lab in, in Nigeria where we do a lot of our own hardware things and then we have a lot of hardware tools that we use. But at the same time, uh, some important components and practice time before we get them, we have to source them uh, outside the country and then try to tailor most of those that we have in the regular markets that we could get to, to function on what we want. And it quite takes a lot of time. So one of the challenges is actually the estimation time to see how we could get the product delivery out there. Another challenge that we actually face is because we are creating something entirely new. Uh, there's no really set cause on path on uh, who is building medical devices in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So we have to face the whole regulatory hurdle. And then we have to work with the regulator to actually like try to, to devise a new way where the regulators are building medical devices. It takes a lot of longer time money and resources uh, but for us do we still try to overcome that uh, i think uh, i'll just touch point on regulation out there 
uh, the fixture should maybe elaborate more on all that stuff. So. Yes, so um, I think, you know, in terms of the challenges, actually, so the, the basic idea is, and I'll probably say the irony is, as I said, it's not all a bed of rose. And there's one philosophy that I believe in. So it's, you can't see the bottom, from, you can't see the top from the bottom. So you just have to take a step. So initially, there were some obstacles we faced or we, you know, that we were not even actually initially planned. But then we do have that mindset of whatever it is, we are we're gonna figure it out. That's the basic idea. So, and building a product, we actually fixed a lot of things that we were not planned, as we said. So we have to do the clinical trial. You know, for medical devices, you have to do a clinical trial. And there are quite a lot of standards that you have to put in place because the device itself, you know, it's an IoT device basically. And there are quite a lot of challenges around IoT itself in terms of this connectivity, like the environment we're working on. So we have to make it like offline, online. And not just that, we have to consider some security measures and, you know, because of the, we are dealing with healthcare, so there are quite a lot of security measures and other standards I have to put in place to ensure the device actually meets the medical standards. And after that, we have to go through the clinical trials and, you know, figure out the whole lot of things, the accuracy level, they have a very special accuracy level that they are looking into, in which, as a hobbyist or something, you don't consider all of those things. You just be some wow, it works, you know. But this is not just it works. There are quite a lot of things that you have to consider. And not being careful, it can actually disrupt the whole architecture of the product. Because it's not just, just bringing it in and hanging it. If not considered from the bottom up, you have to figure out a way to restart the architecture. Those are the obstacles that we face from the product point, product development point. And user, user research as well, you know, be the software. We have to go to a couple of clinics to do some couple of um, user research, talking to nurses, talking to doctors and all of that. And so, and we also meet a lot of challenges of, you know, inferiority, like people, some people feel like this is built in Nigeria. It can't be like the one built in the US. I don't care, man. But when we saw that we actually, you know, one couple of international, where they feel like, no, you get around something. And even we faced some people that feel like this thing that can never work. And these are some high-profile people that we met in a couple of, you know, like pitches and all of that. They're like, this thing is trash. I have it. My dad is a doctor. My dad my is a nurse. This thing cannot work. Like, we don't care. And it's normal. Henry Ford and all of those guys as well. If people have not said the way you are working on it will not work, you are not doing something meaningful. So it has to be something unique and different. People have to, like, try to wrap their mind and not able to conceive it basically so that shows that it's something that is unique so we, fo we focus on it and know that we'll figure out whatever it is so but so far so good it's not really that kind of straight road so we're still figuring it out at the moment not fully figuring it out because we still have our dfma there that we which we are not actually plan initially to design for manufacturing it also comes with the role of you know challenges and standards that we have to put in place to ensure it ensure it's success yeah wow. and from the personal point of view as well some people that knows me when i was very young and secondary school and stuff i'm kind of a fashion guy you know i do a lot of fashion and all but building trip labs i collected a lot of things from me i spend literally almost all of my hours hands-on you know reading try to get things done so that people can actually improve and get something good stuff out there even i'm kind of very someone of love football all this you know, it has to be collected because you have to focus and get things out there. So a lot of things were dropped down, focus on reading and doing alone, and it was very painful. 
no not having a social life. You just have to sacrifice something for something. Yeah. And then people ask us, what do you guys do for fun? Exactly. Even our investors ask us, what do you guys do for fun? The simple answer is you just read. Oh, okay. Maybe one of these days when all this COVID stuff is over, we'll probably find time to hang out and do some really <laughs> social stuff. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, you know the bottom line is, is it's not that you really don't want to, but the conditions around does not allow you to. Mm-hmm. When you have an investor pitch report to submit tomorrow, and you have a backup match by 8:30, and you did not know that this thing will take some hours, we have sacrifice. And you know, if you don't get this investor money, you are going down. Nobody will give you one hair. Mm-hmm. You know, and tomorrow you are doing a particular presentation somewhere, and the device is not working yet. You have to figure something out. You have to just, you know. On Sundays, at times not even eating from morning till probably in the evening before you feel you're out. It's not like you don't have money to eat, mm-hmm. but you can't even just stand up and say you want to go and buy something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured that out. It, it happens to me sometimes also where I just get in the zone. I'm like, oh God, it's almost 5 p.m. I've been eating since morning. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that. I, I don't want to talk about that aspect because we're on here. So I remember then when you used to cook, I'd be like, "What is this?" <laughs> like literally, you just put rice, put paste everything together, and then put it on fire, and then come and pick it up. All right. <laughs> now I understand the process. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite fun, quite fun. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that stood out to me from the challenges you mentioned. And how you're able to overcome them was look, you don't have it all figured out from the start. Nobody ever really does. If you have it all figured out, it probably means you're building something super simple and not impactful. And most of the things or the challenges you will face along the way will probably come when you're almost ready to launch and be like, oh crap, we did not figure this out. We need to go fix it now. Yeah. And you're able to overcome this thing step by step. Uh it's not 100 percent perfect for sure but you are you said how to do it and you're achieving that goal little by little and that is all what matters start, get started with this stuff and make people's lives better with it and thanks very much for building real drip and so if anyone wants to get information about real drip how would they get it we are, so they can actually go onto our platform and they will see much information chef labs co and they will see on our products they will see red drip and they can just click on there they get a couple of information all right also okay great so and for anyone that wants to read the show description i'll drop the link to the website also there for you to get through so thanks very much guys before we wrap up i just want each of you to give me sort of a one-liner statement advice for anyone who wants to get started building apps or building products and services in the world today what advice would you give them Interesting. Well, well, I think when I, when I want to when I want to get started earlier on, to uh, someone give me that advice, uh, I took it up like I took an offense to it. So I didn't know that was real advice. So they said uh, the path is rough. It is hard, basically. Uh, understand why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, and most importantly, uh, motivation is actually what are overrated. The environment matters a lot. So try to be in, in an environment that encourages you to do more and then try to figure out what you really want to do and why you're doing what you're doing, basically. Great. That's some very hard truth right there. <laughs> yeah, Tafik, advice for our listeners. Yes, so, um, you know, I'm a big fan of um, Elon Musk, so he, you know, he inspired me in some things he does. And so basically, he used to say that if you need a motivation, don't do it. 
nobody will be there forever to motivate you. And some people that actually know me internally, they know when you come to me for a problem, help me solve it, but I don't attend to people most of the time. I tell you, go and figure it out because you still face a lot of problems along the way, in which I might not even know how to solve it for you. So the only skill that you need is how to figure out yourself. Google is your best friend. It might take you a couple of minutes to do, but that mindset of I can figure out any problem myself is the ultimate skill anybody that wants to do something will need because you always face new challenges that even your mentor might not be able to know. When I started my own career, there are a couple of things that as I progressed, I realized that there are some things that even my mentors ask me, how did you do it? I feel like, wow, really? People that actually have gone missed, you know, to ask questions that, please, I want to do this. So I feel like my superpower is more of figuring things out myself. So the bottom line is, learn to figure things out yourself and don't, you know, don't think, don't think over like, you must get everything ready, everything fully at the beginning. Nobody does that, even Elon Musk doesn't do that. I have everything figured out fully at the beginning. The only superpower is have the mindset you can actually figure things out when they arise. Thanks very much. So rely only, only, solely on yourself. Of course, Google has Stack Overflow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. So that's it, people. Thanks for joining once again. I really appreciate it. I've been waiting for a long time to record this episode with you guys. And it's I'm happy it's happening right now. And I know we'll actually do a lot more in the future together. And not that we are neighbors. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we're good. Mm-hmm. okay so uh people listeners thanks for listening up until this time if this is not your first time thanks for coming back and if it is your first time please favorite subscribe so you get notifications when a new episode of this podcast is published and till i come your way again with other guests on the show i say stay devy stay impactful and enjoy the rest of your day Goodbye. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And quiet, you're doing amazing work. Yeah, thanks very much Congrats. for that. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. You've been listening to This Dev Life, a podcast for developers by Darao Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.